0: Flushcare.com slash weight loss. Now,
1: counting down the hours. Wishing you were here. I stopped believing I'm going to Told me, told me before I call it a day. Maybe this will be my year. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast for another week. Uh didn't really want to do the podcast this week after a horrendous weekend just gone but when in forced me uh, back onto the show mate what a horrible week by my team and plenty of others wasn't it
0: Have you found it yet
1: No uh, I'm I'm out I'm out <laughs> this is it this is my last <laughs> you, year last year you, I'm done You
0: say you say that every single time and no you'll be back mate yeah, it's a sucker for punishment
1: no, nah, I'm done. Mate, I'm going to start the show off, and I'm going to tell you my two trades from last week, just for everyone's amusement. First trade, traded out Fitella Mariner and purchased Gallon. And second trade, traded out Asako and traded in George Jennings. That's, is that the two worst trades you've ever heard?
0: Yeah, and I wouldn't have done them. So it's your own fault. It's not even luck that's the issue there. I mean, why would you trade at RFM?
1: Because I wanted I I Gallon, I was it's buys, mate. I should never have worried about the buys. Should have just Yeah kept, what, you're still are you still, are you still
0: holding on to you still got Lodge?
1: Yeah, still got Lodgy Boy.
0: You've lost the plot, mate. Absolutely lost uh, the plot.
1: It was absolutely horrendous. Eight hundred and eighty. I've dropped down outside the top four thousand. Uh and this is my last season of Supercoach. Officially, I'm done. What about you? No more
0: no more easy beats.
1: <laughs> no nah, nah. No more easy beats after this year. You had a pretty decent score, didn't you? Not too bad?
0: Yeah, I think just on par, uh, to be honest. So I scored about 970 and um, still in the top 800, dropped back about um, 100 spots. So it's all going well at the moment. But uh, yeah, a couple of few injuries in my side at the moment, which we'll get to um, shortly. But um, yeah, I think a few of the, the big players are starting to make the move.
1: Yeah, definitely. It was a horrible week for injuries in round seven. Uh, So just to set the scene for the pod tonight, we'll have all the usual injuries, teams, uh, and then trade talk, basically. We'll jump right into the injuries because there was a few big ones this week. Uh, Fafita, his Fafita's been named this week, mate, but I don't think there's any chance that he plays personally.
0: No, long odds, you'd reckon?
1: Yeah, I reckon it's two to three weeks probably for Fafita, but hopefully we'll find out more from late mail. Uh, we had Matty Gillette last week. And then Gallon's obviously the, one of the other big ones this week with an MCL strain. He's four to six weeks out. We'll talk about him later, but he's basically a must sell. Hopefully Nathan Brown will be back next week. Cam Murray should be close to returning this week, uh, probably next week though as well. Joy Arrow didn't uh, finish out the game due to back spasms, but he's been named this week. And then Josh Mansell is probably the other big one, isn't he, with the fractured cheekbone?
0: Yeah, that looked really nasty. So he looks set to miss about a month, which is unfortunate. But uh, for owners, it's probably a good excuse to get rid of him because he was pretty much just plodding along anyway, mate.
1: Yeah, definitely. Carter for the Warriors has been named, but unlikely to play either, which could impact Tohu Harris potentially moving out to the centres. Matt Lodge suffered that rib cartilage injury but named this week and hopefully he can needle up and get going. Uh, and there's a few other fringe players who have injured themselves as well. But those are the big ones. Uh, Vafita, Gallon, Mansour and Solomon Carter really. It's, it's just been horrible last couple of weeks for injuries, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, carnage. It's all starting to happen and, uh, yeah, those trades are... Getting used left, right and centre, particularly myself. And and just an interesting injury last week was Jackson Hastings, mate, with a reported Achilles injury. Um, I I think that was a bit of uh, smoke and mirrors.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely it's come out that he's not very well liked at the club and we will not see him back in first grade this year. So, yeah, pretty interesting um, story, isn't it, that one?
0: Oh, crazy. You must just be a ripping bloke. (laughs) (laughs) It just doesn't make any sense. So, um, yeah, hopefully that's all good things for um, my boy DCE and and he can fire up this weekend against the Eels.
1: Mate, I'm going to put the curse on you. I'm going to bring him in.
0: That's fine because you don't have any curse powers at all (laughs) at the moment, mate. You've you've officially killed the banner curse and thankfully I'll be back this week, mate, and I'm... uh, I'm going to uh, make sure that it gets back onto its winning ways.
1: Yeah, the Bannekers is having a horrible start to 2018. That's for sure. But, yeah, I'm just looking to write the weekend off. Uh, even on Daily Fantasy, on Play On, I'd been on a bit of a run. I had an absolutely horrible weekend just gone. So just got to put that behind me and move forward, mate. Move forward. i only got 19 rounds left in my Supercoach career before <laughs> I hang it up.
0: So we had beat the Chant promo on the weekend, and it's safe to say that a lot of people beat the chant.
1: Oh, definitely, definitely. In the 32-man Saturday comp, I think it was, I finished 30th. <laughs> that was just a joke. <laughs>
0: All right, mate, let's get straight into the teams, eh? Hey? You can take it off.
1: Let's do it, yep. We'll do like we did last week. We'll punch through them pretty quickly, and then you can uh, add your two cents at the end. Uh, Bulldogs and Roosters, Bulldogs are unchanged. Roosters, Reese Robb's been dropped, which means Joseph Manu's to the wing and Orbo's into the centres, so should be some good minutes there for Ryan Madison. The Warriors, like we said, Carter's been named, but probably unlikely to play. Mannering named back into the starting team. Dragons unchanged. Broncos, Lodge named. Hopefully he can needle up and play. Still no Nicarima in the starting side, so Jack Bird remains in the halves. And Pangai Jr. starts at prop. And for the Storm, Riley Jacks is named again this week. For the Rabbitohs, Burgess returns and starts at lock. Murray's on an extended bench, but probably unlikely. And the Raiders are unchanged. The Tigers, Reynolds is out with an injury, just returned. And he's uh, one to six weeks out. Bit of an unknown there. So is named on the bench. Uh, a few other changes there in the back row, but nothing particularly relevant the Knights, Brock Lamb's been dropped, so Cogger is starting there in the halves as they still wait for Watson to retain his uh, regain his fitness. The Cows are unchanged. The Titans, uh, Sammy's shifted into centre with Copley out. Tyrone Davis onto the bench. Ryan James returns and Arrow has been named despite those back spasms from last week. For the Eels, interesting here. Bevan French is out and Kirasomi Avar is out. Payne is on the wing. Takerang is in the centres. George Jennings keeps his spot. Uh, A few other changes there in the forward pack as well with uh, Bo Scott being dropped and a few other bits and pieces there. But good old George Jennings staying strong. Manley's unchanged. For the Sharks, Fafita's named but has to be unlikely. Luke Lewis, similar. Uh, Gallen is out with Paulo named to start in his position. Dugan's at fullback and Moylan is in the halves. And for the Panthers, Crichton holds his spot uh, even with the return of DWZ with the injury to Mansour. uh, And Harawira Neira is named in the centres, which sort of uh, waters down him as an option, even though he had sort of dropped in price and started to look good uh, in the last couple of weeks. So quite a lot doing there, isn't there, uh, mate? You know, a little bit to do with the injuries. uh, And then George Jennings named probably the big news.
0: Yep, he's done a very good, Job covering it at all. I don't have too much to add. I mean, I wrote the team's analysis yesterday. It's all um, within, but yeah, it's it's pretty much carnage this week. This is one of the first times we've seen it in the season with lots of ins and outs, lots of movements, some coaches getting a bit over the performance of the players. I mean, just uh, the key one to me is probably Orbison moving into the centre. Madison is now going to get big minutes or guaranteed 80 minutes. Mannering finally comes uh, on, back onto. Into the starting side, so he's been averaging mid thirties, and you know he's going to be really cheap soon. So that it's a big plus. Obviously Lodge and um, uh, Pengai Junior starting is also positive, but um, we'll wait for the late mail. Now, interesting one was uh, Riley Jacks. So it's a bit of uh, a bit confusing today because the Suncoast uh, QRL side also named a Riley Jacks in the halves today too. So uh, Wacko came to the. Uh, came to the party with that and explained that it should have been riles jacks so um that's pretty big
1: <laughs> is there seriously someone called <clears> riles jacks
0: i don't know well that's what wacko said so that's amazing isn't it so they play on saturday and then um storm play before that but surely that's just a um either an error or there is a person really called right Rye, or reese jacks
1: yeah far so. that was a uh, super sleuth mark gill on the case wasn't it
0: it is mate he's all over it he uh now, that's all chargeables at work as well, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the Rabbitohs, I mean, we've spoken there. Sergis and Murray, that's the big talking points there. Murray, I think it's a 50-50 chance. So we'll just see what, what happens that he, um, you know, will know early enough, I think, if he's going to play. And obviously the Whispers will be very important at Titans with Sammy. So I don't think that that's going to make too much of a difference to his scoring. If anything, I would think that it probably decreases it because he's already been getting through 30 base points per game and, and I can't see that he'll get through much more in the centres. So he potentially, if anything, will lose the, the chance of tries. So um, some people are looking to hold on to him. I think it's ridiculous uh, just for that reason. So he's a trade-out definitely for me. Eels, just absolute carnage, mate, with how they've been going. So no real surprises there. But, yeah, your boy Jennings is, uh held his spot. But even so, he scored, what, below 30 on the weekend. So that break even going to come um, up pretty fast. So he, he could be, a, you know, a pretty dud cow. But, you know, he, at least he gets a – his job security looks relatively good now based on the, the outs. So, um, you know, that's good news for those who brought him in last week. And then, yeah, with the Sharks for feet, uh, you got to think that he's unlikely. But um, good to see he's been named. And, and that's about it, mate. Um CHN named in the centres, which I don't think is great for him. Uh, he's been brought in this week. He probably shouldn't be. And then uh, Crichton's job security uh, on the wing for the Panthers looks fantastic.
1: Yeah, definitely. Let's hope that that Eels versus Manly game is 42-40 to 40 or something like that. DCE, Tommy Turbo, ton up. George Jennings with a hat trick. That will be beautiful.
0: Yeah. Well, the male is the uh, Eels at the the plus this weekend, mate. So... Uh, I think people are expecting that they will put in a good performance against the, the Seagulls. But uh, I, I think the Seagulls will win quite comfortably.
1: Yeah, agreed. All right, let's go straight into the trades. So and we, um, we might start with the sells this week, just off the back of uh, your mention of old mate Philip Sammy there. He's obviously the most popular sell target by a mile and a bit no brainer there, isn't he, mate? He's up to 470K. He's done a great job.
0: He has amazing but just to put it into perspective if he scores i think twenty five this week or thirty you know he's going to drop in value by almost what sixty k 70 k so he is a must trade out and just take that cash and considering you can sideways trade him to a rapana and then upwards uh, trade for a you know hundred k to someone like a madison uh you know you just got to get rid of him.
1: Yeah, agreed, mate. People like you, compared to people like me who got him versus those who didn't have him, that's just a huge, you know, 250k boost to your team value, basically. So, well done on him. Uh, Old mate JT, another shocker on the weekend, down to 450k. He's got the Titans at home this week. I mean, if he can't get the job done this week, he's never going to get it done, basically.
0: Yeah, that's right, but they looked so all over the place and so did... uh... JT last weekend and uh, people were saying he was going to have a massive game against the Bulldogs at home but yeah they look uh, a bit clueless at the moment, not really sure who's uh, running the you know the show, is it him or Morgan but he's too good a player and they'll sort it out soon, break even of 74 this week if you've held him for this long or through to this and the, the price drop that he's suffered to date I think you've just got to hold him
1: yeah agreed, I'm definitely holding him got a good draw the next couple of weeks uh, people are selling Mansour and Gallon and Gillette, which all makes sense. People are selling Cartwright and Lachlan Croker. These guys probably aren't really going to do too much, Cartwright especially. Lachlan Croker still got a pretty low BE, might go up in price a little bit. But I think people are probably selling them for either just Goshevsky or um, Riley Jacks, which probably makes sense. Uh, the Broncos boys, Lodge and Pangai probably two of the more interesting ones. And I've toyed around with selling Lodge this week. Um, at the moment, I've still held him, but probably not going to go up too much more in price. He's already at 400k. You might get another 20 or 30k over the next few weeks out of him. And Pangai, the only way for him is surely up. After a bit of a poor game on the weekend, he's back into the starting side. So if I, had, if I was to sell one of these two, I'd be selling Lodge. Uh, but personally, I'm going to hold both of them for now.
0: Yeah, I think you're pretty much spot on there. just uh, has so much upside, so I'll be holding him. The Broncos have got ne- the five and the next six games at home, so hoping that he, you know, regains a bit of, or has regained fitness, gets into the starting side this week for um day, so I'm backing him in. And Lodge, you know, with that rib injury as well, his minutes could become a little bit, um, you know, they've reduced it or, you know, the, he's based at could really take a, uh, a hit because he might not be willing to go for the, you know, the run or, or take the tackle as much as what he previously did. So um, with a break even of 39, if I'm going to look to move on one of them, that it would be him uh, out of Pangai for sure. And just, I guess, going back to Croker and Cartwright, Cartwright for me is a trade, but, you know, you can do it next week if you want because he does still have a relatively low break even this week. Uh, and Croker does cover round 13, but is it worthwhile missing out on Jack's, for example, just for like a 25, 30 points around 13, I'd probably say no. Um, thankfully, I've got Marshall King there that I can move on, so I don't need to make that or have that decision in front of me. So
1: Beautiful. Yeah, people are people are moving on. Griffin with Danny Levi getting more minutes, which makes sense. Uh, Robbie Rocco, he's increased 200K since the start of the year, been a great cow there. Did you? So you had Sammy and Rocco, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh and I had uh, I told you I had Zach Lomax and Luciano Leilua yeah
0: well I did tell you mate I did tell you bring in the Rocco bring in the Rocco bring in the Rocco but um, no you can't you can't be trading out Rocco this week I don't think not Um, trading
1: him this week what's he doing I don't know much about him to be honest
0: well he's still playing 80 minutes right uh, on the edge for the Tigers and you know, he's, been, he's produced scores of around about 40 and 30 in the past couple of weeks, but he does cover round 13. And unlike Croker, he, he could net you about 40 to 50 points probably for that round, which will be um, hugely valuable. And I can't see that his price will decrease too much over the you know the coming month or so. So I, I'd probably be holding him and hoping that he gets another try uh, in between the time and, and at least holds his price and then you can trade him out for round 13 would be my play. Um, and I would definitely be looking to move on someone like a, a Pangai Junior or a Lodge before him.
1: Yeah, so Rocco scored a try in round four and had eighty-seven, which obviously bumped his price right up. Break-even this week is sixty. So I mean, you know, if he scores fifty, he's only going to drop in price by about seven grand. So it's yep. not it's yep. not the end of the world.
0: No, it's not. And he's you know he's getting consistent minutes, and Tiger's been playing well, so. Um, he's someone that I would definitely try and um, persist with at least until round 13. All
1: right, Uh, just one last one on the sells there. Corey Thompson again from the Tigers. I've seen a few people selling him coming off the back of a 29 and a 34 in the last two weeks. He's made about 130K. Breakeven is 81 now. Um, So after some tries and some really good uh, evade stats in in the early weeks... He's gone a bit quiet the last couple of weeks. Does have the Knights this week and then Penrith and then the Warriors and then the Cowboys. So it's a, it's a pretty decent next month and I think most people would probably have bigger issues than old Corey, wouldn't they?
0: Yep, I agree. And he also does cover round 13. He has beaten Lolo here to the fullback spot there too. So um, he's probably someone that I'd persist with because there is another big score uh, that it's going to come.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it could be this week against the Knights. All Agreed. right, plenty of cells there. Let's take a quick word from our sponsors, and then we'll cover off who we want to buy this week.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
1: People are going to be selling those injured players, some of those guys like Sammy and Co. that have peaked in price or the likes of Bryce Cartwright, who just doesn't seem to be going anywhere. And who, who would you recommend that they be buying this week? There's a couple of guys with really low break-evens, a couple of guns who have uh, bottomed out in price, or a couple of up-and-comers like Luke Brooks, uh, who's been a bit of a surprise packet. Who would you sort of have as your maybe top three buyers for the week?
0: Well, I'll be bringing in Riley Jacks and Ryan Madison um, this week. I already own Jordan Rampana, otherwise he could be um, up in that list. But, you know, Jacks, even if he just averages 40 over the next two weeks, we'll go up in value by 120K. And um, playing the Broncos this week, I, I think that, you know, it's a chance that he could get another 50 to 60 points. So, um, he, to, to me, he's looking like a fantastic trade-in just for a bit of, you know, an easy cash generation, and and he could be a sideways trade to somebody like a Thurston or even a Milford in you know three weeks. So, uh, I'll be turning Jeremy Marshall King into him, uh, and then Ryan Madison has just been fantastic on the edge for the Roosters this year. Yes, he's had the attacking stats in the past couple of weeks, but you know he's got average base. I think about forty nine this year, and. And the the centre wings have just been such a rollercoaster. So if you can lock in a goal, it's going to produce 45 to 50 points as a base each week um, with the potential of attacking stats, and it's too good to refuse. And I think he's got a break-even of negative 16 or something along those lines. This week, uh, priced over 500, but he's not going to stay at that price for very long. So they're definitely my top two, uh, with one of them being uh, looming to be a a keeper in your centre wing. Uh, then for the, the non-owners, Rapana, it looks a lot of value, but then again, you know, that 70 was the best he's done in about a month, and before that he looked, you know, owners such as myself were considering trading him out, so uh, I certainly wouldn't be, you know, jumping at him right about now, I'd be also looking at the, uh, the Raiders draw that's coming up too, so... That would be uh, my thoughts on him. Um, Goskowski, we said before, I don't think he's a rolled gold cash cow. um, His PPM's horrible, and I still think you can get him next week, and, and that's probably what I'll be targeting. So if he plays 80 minutes again, then he's someone that I'll be looking to downgrade maybe a Panguy Jr. to or a Lodge next week, generate a bit of cash so I can bring in the next guy on the list there, which is Jason Tamalolo, who... Um, had 100 points last week I think in over 60 minutes and had 66 points from base so that's what he was producing last year fantastic to see the base points in particular and I'm really happy that I get to wait a week to see if he can produce it again and happy to take a a small to medium price rise um, to give me you know to give me that kind of that another week to to check him out to see if he's back to what he was producing last year or if it was a bit of a A one week kind of wonder um, because there's plenty of other options there Uh, one guy that isn't on this list but somebody that is definitely on my radar is uh, Fitzy from the Knights mate what are your thoughts on him he's been having a cracking season
1: he has been having a cracking season Uh, I just can't bring in a back row from the Knights after I started the season last year with uh, old mate Mitch Barnett and he killed me I just can't Can't do it, but Fitzgibbon's got four tries this year, coming off an 83 and an 82 the last two weeks. Uh, Look, base stats aren't huge for a back rower. 44, 36, 40, 36, 36, 46. So very consistent around that 40 base per game, uh, but helped out a lot with the tries just running off Ponga's hip. Um, it's excellent for Ponga owners when you get that line break assist and try assist when Fitzgibbon crashes over. Uh, Break-even's eight. he He'll Yeah, he'll, he'll increase in price. Plays around 13, though. So, yeah, maybe. Maybe a bit yeah, of a flyer. Left-field selection. Well,
0: well, I mean, everyone's going for Tamalolo, right? Um, he's had... The first game he played was brilliant, and then the second good game was last week, and, and in between that's been some pretty horrific scores, and people again like Rapana have been considering trading him out, so um, there's going to be a whole heap of people buying Tamalolo off the back of one big performance, and I think that it could be a, um, a nice pod play just to look elsewhere to see if you can pick up something, someone like a Fitzgibbon who is definitely not going to be traded in too much. Um, you know, his base is still 40, and historically over his career, he's been a tri-scorer. Um, looks to be playing really well with combination with Pierce, uh, And, you know, he, he's the kind of pod that you want, right? Because he's got a chance of scoring your 100 points. Mm. Um, so he's someone that I'm looking at potentially next week. Um, he's still priced at 538 at the moment, so he might go up 30k or 20k this week. So definitely not um, too expensive by any means. So um, he's just a player that I'm monitoring just for a, a pod play on, on Tamalola.
1: Okay, fair call. Um, yeah, like we you know like we said, Tamalolo. I'm happy to wait till next week for him as well to see what happens this week. Uh, Christian Crichton's still pretty cheap as well, only two fourteen k. Got that added job security with that injury to Mansour as well. So if people don't have other issues, uh, he could be a downgrade for Sammy. That's going to bank you over two hundred k, and you could use that then to upgrade to a a Tamalolo or a, a Madison or someone like that in your forward pack people are still buying sj and tohu harris uh which is interesting given that i don't think the warriors play around 13 and I, you've got a you've got a couple of thoughts on sj don't you about how he could go over the next month
0: yeah well i mean the warriors play and just let me get this right i think it's the dragon storm uh and the tigers in the next three weeks so those three sides have been ranked one, two, and three in the least points conceded in Supercoach this season. So SJ has played um, yeah, some pretty easy teams or teams that um, have not been performing that well this year. So if you're looking at a few of them there, you got the Raiders, I think the Cowboys. Um,
1: Titans. South. Titans,
0: yeah. Souths. Um, yeah. A couple of those at home. Broncos as well. And even last weekend, and... and and don't get me wrong, I will seriously be considering trading in uh, Johnson for someone like a, a Riley Jackson in a few weeks. But um, even last week, he had that one amazing play in the 80th minute against the Broncos that netted him about 50 points. So before that, he was looking at about 30 points, um, and I was laughing. Um, and I think we were both... Was he the banner?
1: Yeah, he's, yes, he was. Yeah, just destroyed mm. it at the end there.
0: Yeah, so I would not be trading him in now. I think they're great if you started with him. It was, it was they've done he's done really well and in line with the Warriors. But if you look back, their draw has been pretty good, and um, they've got a really tough month ahead of them, which is probably almost going to be a season-defining month for them. So um, I'll be looking to trade him in maybe in a month after he's got past those hard games. And Tohu is just looking like an absolute. Gun this year, and a must have for your second second row. Um, so, despite the draw, he is just a player that um, I think everyone will have come the end of the season.
1: Yeah, if the Warriors can get through this next month with the, the Dragons, the Storm, the Tigers, and then the Roosters, if they can get through that, say, two and two, then they've got Para, Souths, and then the By, and then Manly. So they can. You know, if they can get through the next month, they can set themselves up well to have a good run there in the middle of the year and then hopefully, fingers crossed, maybe make the finals for once.
0: The only thing that I'd say with Harris is he's been playing in a pack that's been missing Mannering, um, who does a lot of work. So I know they're going to be playing on opposite edges uh, this weekend. But um, again, uh, let's just see what happens with both of them playing 80 minutes and, and um, how that impacts his, his scoring, if anything.
1: Yep, fair call. What about these Tigers halves? They're very popular this week, Luke Brooks and Benji Marshall. Or, I mean, not overly popular, I suppose. Seventh and eighth most traded uh, as of this afternoon, but only 1,800 and 1,500 people bringing them in. So even though they're up there on the list, not huge volumes of trades, uh, but obviously we know Tigers have been going great. Luke Brooks is looking at a million bucks. Um I don't know personally if I would be bringing either of these two guys in to be honest.
0: Yeah, no, definitely not. I mean, Luke Brooks is 500 and um 524k. He's got a negative break even in the 30, but you know, he's going to be a limited cash generation player and he's definitely not a keeper and Benji just shouldn't really be on this list at all. Um had, you know, the big game, obviously got a nice little price rise or big price rise. We'll get one more, but again, he's not a He's not like a Riley Jacks kind of price generation player. Um, so I'd I be definitely going Jacks over over Benji. I think it's just the name, mate, that gets in there.
1: Yeah, I mean, Benji's start to the year, 27, 16, 15, 40, 28. You know, so through five weeks, he was averaging around about 25, maybe just over. Uh, and he obviously had turned up on the weekend, which is... Jumped his price up and given him a negative break-even. But Benji's definitely not an option. And Luke Brooks is is quite expensive now. He started off the season quite slowly as well. Had a couple of good weeks the last two weeks. And look, he does have the Knights and then uh, Para coming up. So he's probably going to have a good next couple of weeks as well. Uh, but not someone who I would particularly want in my team long-term, I don't think. Uh, Burgess is back from injury this week. Um probably don't need to snap him up just yet. You can you can do that a bit closer to round 13. I've just written down here the two Melbourne wingers because I had noticed last week that they had really dropped in price. Obviously, both had quite a good game on the weekend, scoring at least one try each. Uh, Vunavalu got two. Um, but he, no,
0: he, no, Adokar got two.
1: Okay, maybe they both got two. Vunavalu had 34 points in scoring, but he still only scored 54 in total, yep. so I don't think Vunavalu is an option at 407k. What do you think about Ad Car? Just let me bring him up because he's a little bit cheaper.
0: Yeah, so no, I think in both weeks of the team's analysis, um, starting with last week, mate, I said that they were both criminally undervalued, particularly Ad O'Carr. Um, um, I think he's around about 340,000, which is very, very low. He is definitely a pot option, um, but you know, relies on the storm to probably go a little bit better than what they have. So um, he is definitely a player that that I am keeping um, a closer eye on. And and, um, if you wanted to, you know, do something a little bit different um, and, you know, downgrade, say, Sammy to him, then that could potentially be a really, you know, a smart move.
1: Yeah, Broncos away this week, but then the Warriors at home, although the Warriors usually play quite well against the Storm in Melbourne... Uh, and then St George away, but then Titans, Manly, North Queensland before the bye. So, a couple of good games there over the next six weeks. Uh, I think Adokar's going to get himself back up, you know, maybe back up to his opening price of four fifty, four sixty k. So, just one to watch, I suppose. Really, really, he's had a pretty slow start to the year, but maybe he's starting to find some form.
0: So there's a couple of players um, that aren't in the popular buy list at the moment that I definitely do have my eye on, and and they are Broncos players. Um, with the Broncos, they've got five of the next six games at home. I know they don't play round 13, but these players are all underpriced. First one is James Roberts. So I he's priced knew you were at 400. Say
1: James Roberts.
0: 438k, coming off a 62 point performance. Um, you know he, he's probably been pretty poor this year, averaging only 49. Break even 31, but, you know, he started in the mid-500s um, this year. And, you know, with that run of games at Suncorp, do not be surprised if he averages 65 points over that period. So he's another player that I, I think you can tr- look to, to move Sammy on to. The other is Corey Oates. So Corey Oates has got the big negative break even 24. Looks to have finally settled now on the wing, scored 90 on the weekend. And, again, I think he's going to benefit big time from playing... Um, you know, at Suncorp as well. So so he's priced very similar at 450k. So they're not bottom priced, either of those guys, but um, they're going to be pods. And I, I really can see the Broncos doing quite well over the next month or so because they've had a, a pretty tough uh, opening start to the season and, and they'll have a bit of confidence now coming off a, a great win in, in New Zealand. And the other one, of course, is Anthony Milford, who I don't own, I think you own him, but um, this is when he's going to shine, Averages 80 points a game, close to at Suncorp versus 50 points a game away. And um, uh, being a Riley Jacks owner, or soon to be, he's definitely a guy that I'll be looking at in maybe two to three weeks. So they have the Storm this week, and then they've got uh, a series of games after that. Um, But in saying that, a few of the games are quite challenging at home, but um, historically it's um, proven to be a pretty sure thing for, for Milford to go big at Suncorp Stadium.
1: Yeah, it's a really interesting draw for the Broncos. Like you say, five of the next six at Suncorp. One of them is an away game at Man against Manly that is at Suncorp. And actually of their 18 remaining games, 12 of those 18 games are at Suncorp with another away game against the Roosters later in the year being played at Suncorp. So, very good run.
0: And I think the benefit you'll find and and um I know they play a few Sunday games this year more, but um, they will play a lot of Friday night games in Suncorp, which and means it. that yeah, which means that Milford is a, a, an amazing VC option, right? So um, he he's definitely a player to look at, and he's you know what's he priced at now is is at four five hundred and forty k breakeven of of forty one. So I don't think he'll have a massive game this week, and then he's got the away game after that, I believe, and then it's all games because the Manly away game is at Suncorp Yeah, as part of the double header.
1: Yep, exactly. All right, so there's there's plenty happening this week, plenty of injured players that we need to move on. A couple of peaked rookies there in Sammy in particular that we need to look to trade, and then a couple of fallen guns in particular, Tamalolo and Rapana. So like we said on the podcast last week, mate, really interesting time of year, isn't it? It's, it's a good good time to be playing and um, plenty of trades to be made.
0: Yeah, it's a good time to be playing if your name isn't Nick.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's good. I've, I know I've only got 19 weeks left in my career, so... <laughs> it's, it's,
0: it's, so you're starting your farewell uh, now, mate. You're, yep. getting, you're getting in early. You're going to start doing all your um, all your farewells. Are you Are going to have the... Uh, um, where are you going to sit on the scoreboard to the old Robbie Farah with uh, with a can of beer in the last game where are you going to be based at, at East or something where, where would it be
1: Uh don't know I haven't thought about it where do I do most of my super coaching um, it's just somewhere with the laptop I think just sitting somewhere in a dark room on my own just <laughs> watching that's, my team disintegrate
0: that's disturbing mate that's disturbing it's like
1: the Kobe it's going to be like the Kobe farewell tour Every week, someone's just going to be coming up to me on the street just saying, oh, I'm sorry to see you go.
0: (laughs) They only tend to do that to one person, mate, and it's the other person on this podcast. Oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Righto, righto. Yeah, so for me, for trades this week, Gallon's got to go uh, and then probably Cartwright or Lodge. uh, And then to bring in, I'm looking at a combination of DCE, Taumalolo and Madison, one of those three, and then one of Joseph Goshevsky or Riley Jacks. I think I'm going to, like, gallon to a comparable player, and then Cartwright's got to go to one of these guys with a bit of a low break even, I think. Uh, what about you?
0: Yes, yeah, so I'll be trading our Marshall King to Jacks uh, at this stage, as long as he doesn't turn up for the Sunshine Coast Falcons. Um, and then the other trade will be Sammy to Madison, which... Um, I think will leave me with a bit of cash left over, maybe um, about 30K, and I'll make another downgrade next week, hopefully, and then look to bring in um, uh, Tamalolo or, or uh, Fitzgibbon.
1: Beautiful. Sounds good, mate. Sounds good. Well, thank you again for jumping on the podcast. Thanks to everyone for downloading. Uh, hopefully we covered everything off as always any questions hit us up on twitter facebook uh anywhere on the site and ourselves or anyone else from the sc talk community will surely get back to you with an educated response but thanks again mate good luck this week and speak to you next week
0: see you later